You're listening to DraftKings Network. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Internet consensus, Stugatz, is always funny. So uh, it was interesting to see a whole lot of Sunday morning or Monday morning quarterbacks the other day say the very same thing, which is, what kind of idiots decide to jump Cam Newton? That is what everyone's reaction is. However, I'm here to simply stop you. No matter what I thought it would look like, I didn't think it would look like that. I didn't look, I didn't think it would look like Cam Newton. His hat is going to be totally unfazed. That video doesn't even get as much run as it got, if not for the fact that his hat never moved while four guys are jumping him. He's throwing around one guy with one arm, and he's got another guy in a headlock. It's like out of a movie. He is swatting kids away from him. I mean. Uh, the, the whole thing, uh, I, everyone's reaction was the same. How could you be so stupid? And I talked to some uh, uh, some people who work in MMA and said he did that perfectly in a situation when you're getting jumped. What you do is you move away because everyone, everyone has the same target. And if you start moving away, you use their momentum against each other. Where would Cam Newton have learned to avoid being the singular target of 11 people trying to jump him? <laughs> so you saw this fight and you said, let me reach out to MMA people no, to break I, down his form? I just have to much, I happened mean, to be with them. I wasn't, I wasn't doing reporting. Uh, I just okay. happened to when be with, Rome, right? with people who were watching the video. <laughs> there were not feathers in that hat, right? That was all his hair. I think that the, it was an open hat with his hair coming out the top. Yeah, but yeah that's I could right. be wrong. But there weren't also feathers. There may have been. It was a grainy video. It wasn't great. It's a fair question. In fairness, though, like video quality for incidents has gone much up since like the Zapruder film, right? Uh, yes, there are more people videoing, and I would say to you that when you're saying the video quality wasn't great, I got number of angles, which I wasn't expecting, which means people were very quick. If, if, if people are jumping Cam Newton around me, it's going to be many reflexive thoughts I have before I get to let me video this. I'm going to have a lot of different thoughts. So I thought the number of angles there was impressive as you complain about not having enough angles. I think anytime anything happens now, yeah. the first reaction from yeah. most people is, let me videotape well, this. Hmm. Are you jumping in to save Cam or what? I would you have better to, be, right? Out of yeah. Dan. He's your, he's your buddy. Dan. Yeah. Right. I, uh, I don't believe I will be involving myself in a place that will get me hit in the back of the head with a bottle. <laughs> I, that's, I'm going to avoid those situations generally. Uh, Jessica, to your point, though, um, one of the most shocking times that I learned that in a way that made my uh, heart feel heavy is I heard a gunshot outside of uh, where it is that I live. And I would then later learn that a tourist in the middle of the day had been shot in, you know, just sitting in front of his wife and baby. But I hear the gunshot and all I see is people running over there with video as opposed to running away 
from the gunshot, people running to the place in order to get their cameras out so they could be the one on, uh, you know, only in date or whatever. It's a big win for the TSP crew, right? Yeah, who is that? that that's what everybody said after that yeah, fight. That, I think that, that was a consensus. That was the it biggest takeaway. Yeah, it wasn't, why are you fighting Cam? It was like, who's this TSP crew? Because everyone said, <laughs> Cam got in a fight with the TSP crew. So everyone immediately went to Google who they are. Bad day for aggregators. The first person says the TSP crew, yeah. and then nobody does the research to figure out who that actually is. Everybody just keeps resharing the same yeah. video with Cam in a fight with the TSP crew until we all have to come in here and ask each other, yeah. who the hell is the TSP crew? The one guy that Cam has by the back of the caller, he's like, ooh, this is not a this is not a good position for me. He drags him. If we can play the video again, he drags him from the tent out like 25 feet to the fence on the other side. I uh, know that everyone thinks after the fact that they knew how that would go. To see him be that immovable, it goes without saying. I, you know, all of us, I think, understand that he's a very large human being. If you asked Billy Gill about three weeks ago, apologies for the voice there, vacation, driving through the heartland of North America, Dan, it's tough, Indiana, did this in my throat. But if you ask Billy three weeks ago, Cam Newton, you fighting him? He'd tell you no. No one that sees right. him in person thinks it's a good idea to fight yes. him. You yep. have to be a moron yep. to see him and think, let me go run up and punch him from behind. It's true. The that, fact that he restrained himself and didn't punch anyone back is like a miracle. That's not prime shape, Cam. And that is another important uh, point. I don't know. Dan. I don't know. Dan. I, be very careful. He's, he's not. He's not in his prime. What? Dan, he's an incredible I, shape. I, I'm he's not a brick I, house. I'm not disputing that. He's outside that. his prime. He's still in better I, shape than I, 99. I of talked the to my MMA friends yesterday. And they said, "Don't <laughs> with Cam Newton. He's he in incredible that, shape. Right? Yeah. He, the guy is Jack. He, Dan, he's in incredible shape. Billy, I am not disputing that. He's not in prime Cam shape. Don't argue with me about this. He's simply not. He's not in MVP of the league shape like what are you talking about I'm, yes of course he's built unbelievably well and also he's out of football like i'm saying nothing shocking by suggesting that he might have been fitter when he was mvp of the league than right now who who disagrees with that i may disagree a little bit because he might have been a little bit more slender a little bit mo you know more mobile now he's just putting on the muscle right, right. like now he's working out yes. okay to be so, big. So, so you guys think he's stronger now than when he was mvp of the league. Now yeah. You get it. Yeah. i think yeah. if i was Bolt on an, a yeah. seven on seven flag football team i wouldn't think wow he looks like he's out of shape let me go punch him. i didn't say out of shape yeah this is insane logic <laughs> that, that is not you guys it's prime punching time for he's Cam built now. like a linebacker we're now, saying I mean. he's built we, we, let's just get this Straw man. No, 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 no. It's no. better. He's in better shape now to fight off these people than he was when he was either a at Auburn doing it every game by right. himself, or oh, as a 25 year old in the NFL. We're he, saying that now is better. He won the fight without hurting anyone, right? That's what he did. That part's amazing. He what? realized he could not hurt anyone on camera. Well, like, uh, I, yes, that's what he was thinking about <laughs> at the height of being jumped. He saw the to, Where are the cameras? Yes. No, I think. Uh, Don't punch anyone. I, mean. I, I think a, a lifetime rich person uh, is careful about who he punches. 
generally speaking. But I also think that the point that Billy makes is a good one. Among the many things in that video, there's nothing more impressive than his hat not moving. <laughs> but uh, among the impressive things is that at no point do you see him throw a punch. He's throwing people around, move, using their momentum against them by uh, simply moving them around, all of them much smaller than him. Somebody came in at the end with a haymaker that unfazed him as well. Somebody came in with a very strong punch, but it was like trying to punch the eighth floor of a building. Like it wasn't, <laughs> he wasn't quite getting up there. Do we know if it reached? <laughs> I know it looked, it looked like it had a lot of momentum on it, but fizzled out at the end when it couldn't get to where Cam's skull was. He looks like Gulliver fighting Lilliputians. <laughs> but those didn't seem like small people except for being next to Cam Newton because they were they were not small compared to everyone else that was there. They were only small compared to Cam. Hey, listeners, it's Mike Ryan, and I've changed a lot over the course of 20 years that you've known me. I've gone from unlikable to, well, my hair has changed. But my point is, while a lot's changed over our relationship, there's one thing that hasn't changed one bit, and that's a great taste of Miller Lite. Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So what's the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite has sparked this debate way back in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. They keep it simple. It's got undebatable quality, great taste, 96 calories. You know all those things. It's a beer that strips everything away that you don't need and holds on to what matters most. But with Miller Lite, you don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. It's both those things. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com Dan. Or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. The Dan Libertard Show with Stugatz is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Keeping things bottled up can feel like carrying a weight that gets heavier with time. Whether it's talking to a trusted friend, journaling, or seeking professional help, finding ways to let out your thoughts and feelings can bring relief and help you navigate challenges more effectively. Remember, it's okay to reach out for help when you need it. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com DLB today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash D-L-B. Don Lebertard. I miss crank windows. Too many unnecessary conveniences now, cruise control. Please, I've got cruise control built in. It's called my right foot. It controls how fast the car goes. No button or steering wheel lever needed. Power steering. There's another one. Why do I want to give my power to the car? The power that I once had. The car is a ton of metal. I'm a damn college graduate. Stugatz. Bluetooth, HD radio, satellite. I'll take AM, please, with Wolfman Jack talking through the static. And I'll crank the windows down so everybody can hear. I'm Greg Cody, and that's how it was back in my day. This is the Don Lebatar Show with the Stugatz. Today's episode is sponsored by DraftKings. Stay tuned because you'll hear more about DraftKings and all it has to offer throughout the show. DraftKings, the crown is yours. 
I want Stugatz to talk about another fight, the one involving the Miami Heat uh, against the Pelicans. Right. Uh, uh, Sullivan, we've got now someone in our camp, Stugatz, who does some of the stuff that Allison used to do. He used to find people, uh, she used to find people very quickly for us. Can we find the fan, the Heat fan that was ejected from this game on uh, on uh, over the weekend, that was hero. it Friday or Saturday? Uh, but the the fight involved choking people. It involved Jimmy Bit- uh, Butler saying it is uh, it's that time of year, which I don't think it's that time of year yet. It's not. Yeah, it is. Is it just that time of year? We're when getting Jim- there. No, but yeah. is it that time February. of year? Just when Jimmy says it's that time of year. Yeah, pretty right. much. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly mm. right. Yeah. When he decides he's ready to play and he wants to show up and put up 23 9 and 7 or whatever he wants to do this is what happens he played really really well through the first few quarters and then gets into a fight so he doesn't have to play tonight can i ask a question <laughs> load management so we uh whoa we talk about like this whole the best disciplined team this doesn't seem like a disciplined team wow hardest working most disciplined discipline this isn't discipline running around no, hitting no. people throwing people around getting the discipline is on the court this is this happened on the court. No, no, no. On your play court. and playing They're some literally defense. On the King They're thirty-one logo. and twenty-five. I mean, this doesn't seem like a disciplined team to mm-hmm. me. You know what this was called, Billy? Lighting a fire for this team. Yep. Oh, please. That's the same right. way Rick Pitino did. All of a sudden, yeah, look, right. St. John's, <laughs> Red Storm, big win over Creighton the, uh, a couple days ago. I saw yeah, that. Bounce Come on. A, the All of a sudden, again, geez. maybe. Yeah. But Jimmy fights somebody. You know what I like in this video? Jaime Hawkins Jr. in the cut, in the mix, fighting with his big dog. That's what you want to see when you're a rookie. You want to see a guy in the middle of a fight getting with your best player and doing whatever he was doing here. Right here, look. Right there, we're going to try to get, get somebody <laughs> what, to a punch. Let me get in there. Right, he didn't do a thing. He's just I mean, being pushed. Nothing, you got to yeah. be seen. It doesn't seem like Guys, you got to be no seen one did anything. in the mix. That's I mean, what it is. got to be seen in the mix. Let me explain something to you. This is what it looks like is Jaime Hawkes is floating out to sea is what it looks like. That the current is... Being sim- taken by the current of the fight. <laughs> the current is simply the sweeping. The tide has swept him. But, but Tony is right. The key to showing that you have your brother's back is just by being in the mix. Exactly. Like, there's a picture of Duncan Robinson right in the middle, and it looks like he's in the mix. He's not doing anything. He's actually smiling. But, Dan, the key is you have to be in the picture. The you best do. one was Nico Jovic, because he actually ended up getting suspended a game for this. And what it was is when Jose Alvarado and Thomas Bryant started fighting a little bit after this part of the, the scuffle, you end up seeing Nico Jovic run over, and he gets held back by somebody and looks like he wants to throw a punch. And it's great because he never actually had to. That's the best part about it. Zion said said it wasn't dirty. It so, wasn't dirty. I mean, Kevin Love was trying to help him up. And it escalates to that. And then Jimmy, he Jimmy loves to talk. And people love, uh, people with the Heat love when he talks, or fans of the Heat. I'm not, I don't know if the Heat organization loves when he talks. But he says uh, a whole bunch of different stuff. And one of the things that he said, Stugatz, it's not just that it's that time of year as he was shouting that at the crowd, but he also said afterward, uh, we're better than they are and we'll beat them again that way when they come to play us, which is not something you hear very often in that sport. Very few, very few guys will just simply say, we're better than they are. Now that was, you know, purposeful and strategic based on the fact that emotions were high and whatever the disrespect was of having someone's hands on his neck is why it is that he's saying that. But very few people actually do that. Just say flatly, we're better than they are. When this year they're kind of the same as 
as they are. But what to me the most I know we love the noise and the drama and this and that stuff, Stu guys. But the single most impressive thing to me about watching that was what happened with Bam afterward, where Zion couldn't do anything against Bam, and Bam did whatever he wanted on the other side. That was a little jarring to watch because I think of of Zion as a unique kind of strength specimen. So to see him not be able to do anything against the length and athleticism of Bam one-on-one, I'm used to Zion doing whatever he wants against everybody one-on-one. What makes Bam so spectacular defensively is his ability to kind of bang with guys that weigh more than him. His biggest issue is when he goes up against someone like Joel Embiid or Brooke Lopez, who has that type of size against him. But his length and athleticism And then on the offensive end, I mean, he became the focal point of the Heat offense for the rest of the game, hitting shots down the stretch. And when Jimmy Butler gets ejected, to see Bam step up as the alpha dog for that team to finish that game. And the reason Jimmy says they're better than the Pelicans, by the way, I believe they've won seven in a row against the Pelicans. So he knows that come March 22nd, when the Pelicans come back down here, that's going to be one of those perfect troll games for Jimmy. But we're not surprised that Jimmy's saying that, right? Like, I know you say it's not the norm in the NBA for players to say, hey, we're better than that team. But for Jimmy, it is. I mean, it is. He's kind of done it the last couple of years, right? I don't know why you're registering surprise for me. I'm not surprised. I'm just telling you that he's one of the few people in the league who will do that. And he's done it for a long time. He says whatever he wants without very much encumbrance. Can we get... Uh, the video of the fan who was ejected, though, and I'd like to try and see if we can find this person and get this person's story because this felt like Maximum Miami coming through the arena, walking up, uh, pulling up his pants, uh, pulling at a too tight Wade jersey. Um, uh, it is a little tight. It is, but it's just, it's it's Maximum Miami in New Orleans, <laughs> just wants to be in the middle of the fight, uh, is shouting at people, has a drink in his hand, again, pulling up his pants as he goes up the stairs and is ejected, representing uh, Dwayne Wade and Dade County, Wade County in general, just doing it the way exactly, that, that's why everyone hates Miami. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> just, perfect. E- just everything climbing up, exactly the right. sta- up the stairs there. <laughs> That's better than the Pelicans fan who was throwing stuff into the fight. Did you guys see that? There was a a fan a few rows up who was throwing drinks into the fight. We're lucky it wasn't another one of those malice at the palace situations at the Smoothie King Center. What quarter did this fight happen in? Beginning of the fourth quarter. I'm surprised the Miami guy was still there. That's why everyone hates Miami fans, Dan. (laughs) They're used to seeing them walk up the stairs in the fourth quarter. We were having an editorial meeting before the show, Dan. I don't think you were there for and it was, are we just, if we have this guest on, if Sullivan's able to track this person down and we have this guest on, are we just enabling bad fan behavior in every away arena, hoping that we bring them on the show? Like, are we just encouraging Heat fans to go out and be obnoxious and misbehave at every road game in the hopes of getting on this show? And I said, yes. Good. That's what we're doing. EP today. I want to know what the details of the story are. I want to report, uh, do reporting that's not just talking to my MMA friends. I'm want sure he to... was minding his own business and he's a victim in this whole situation. <laughs> Look at him. He looks like someone who's just behaving himself. I'm sure he said nothing. He was just saying, hey, thanks for having me. Great seeing you guys. Oh, I'm kicked out. Oh, sorry. I wanted to show you guys something here because uh, Stugatz was annoyed with me because one of the things that is fun in South Florida sports, because uh, we do have 
an unusual number of uh, broadcasting people who have come up through a team with a team and not unlike Eric Spolstra have stayed with the team. And so I've been legitimately made happy by seeing Steve Goldstein embed himself in the Panthers organization and then to watch people who uh, work for the Panthers get this kind of team and this kind of run where you're nationally relevant, you're interesting, you're annoying, you're a, you're a very good team – I'd like to play for the audience here uh, some audio and some video of the end of a game Stugatz against Washington because I thought the goal was the goal call and the Goldie call. I just thought all of it was really great. The way though, to listen to the escalation here as you've got so few people on the ice and it's uh, late, it's overtime, and the next goal decides it. And listen to this. Milano stripped away by Gustav Forsling. It's a cool call and all of it. They're going to have to pay Forsling, aren't they? They're going to have to. They're going to have to so start good. paying a lot of money for people. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yes, I know. I wasn't asking you. I, I was talking past you. Uh, but but let's check. I, I want you guys to. I got. I just want you guys to watch only Milano here. Just because this is a disaster. Milano had trouble sleeping this night. Like just watch Milano the whole way on this because it's just brutal. For him, look, he gets the puck middle of middle of the ice. You can win the game right here. All right, stripped one time. Then he gets it back. Then stripped again. Now keep watching him. Keep watching him. Trailing the play. Trailing the play. Trailing the play. Oh no, Bennett's going to do this. Oh my God, right in my face. <laughs> right in my face. That's a, I've seen. That's happened to me. Playing sports where the disaster. What? The, I am. What? I want to see Dan what? on skates so bad. Dan's 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 Dan Dan You're on in the ice hockey skates. <laughs> Holy that shit! We to need you. to go skating. Dan Please. playing ice hockey is like the people playing ice football. <laughs> you guys were quick to pounce, and right. you didn't even hear. I, I said. Know, you said in sports. I said playing sports, oh, oh. and we you guys what? No, I know. No, yeah, the visual on skates. Yeah, I understand what you guys did there. Kendall Ice Arena. But what happened to me is funny enough without having to put me on skates. Like, it was playing sports. It's playing basketball and seeing the thing that you feared most in your head before it actually happens. And then it happens to you as you're running, trying to chase the play down. That's me playing life. <laughs> what happened to you? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just telling you that I I imagined the scenario uh, with a lack of confidence of things being stolen from me and then it all being my fault at the end, like not even being able to point to anybody kid. else. That's correct. We and, found video of you playing sports, Dan. Yeah, thank you. Uh, the ice hockey football that you wanted to put up We there. really should go skating no, as a group, though. You. That'd be so fun. It would not be. <laughs> I grew up figure skating. Not, really? not really, but kind of. Did you do this? I quit thing? by the time I was eight. You did it. 
I was never that good, Billy. Oh, your headphones Ow. came unplugged. Ooh, he hurt himself. We should definitely go skating as a group. I, Billy would be excellent on skates. No, have you not seen? We have video somewhere of him trying to rollerblade into the clay oh, blender. I've seen it it. wouldn't. It would not be good. That's different. Billy. I'm a good skater. I'm a good ice skater. You just injured yourself spinning in your office chair. Well, the thing snapped back and hit me in the twig and berries. You know what I mean? Wow. I don't believe uh, that ice skating or roller skating, it, 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 both of those things seem like good ideas until you're actually doing them. <laughs> Put it on the poll, please, Juju, at Levitard Show. Is roller skating a good idea right up until you're actually doing it? Which one would you feel more confident doing? I think ice skating roller, for me. Roller really? skating. Roller skating. Huh. Why would you be more confident? Well, first of all, I'm falling in either scenario. One of them is on the cold and hard, and one of them's not cold and hard. I'll take not cold and no, hard. I, I don't I, want to be sliding on something wet and cold. But ice skating, you probably have more clothing on for than roller skating. Roller skating, especially down here, people wear in various degrees of unclothed. And if you fall, you're going to get blood everywhere. I stopped rollerblading. I have a pair of rollerblades that were worn uh, a couple of times, and I stopped when I realized how high the fall was happening from. <laughs> like, I, and I'm not, I, and I can't do it. I'm not going to do it with elbow guards and wrist guards and a, and a helmet. Like a because, because, well, because I'm not going to have. Hey, is that Dan Levitard? You know, <laughs> struggling, not doing it. Oh well. my God! Can you imagine seeing that in the wild? That would be incredible. Only in Dade would have a field day. <laughs> Better. The rollerbladers down here, though, are the most confident people yeah. in the world. Yeah. You're absolutely right because they're wearing like little speedos or yeah. bikinis or whatever, and yeah. they're on the the pathway on Miami Beach that's like made out of brick. So if they fall, they're getting hurt, but yeah. they're not falling. They're not they are falling. So confident. They're weaving in and out in a way that I will never have that much like confidence doing an anything. Hour. Yes. Same. They're <laughs> they're the most confident people on earth. I I'm have convinced. been I have been jealous of the confidence <laughs> that those people have. I saw God on 87th Avenue. One <laughs> like three weeks ago, he was he was just learning how to rollerblade. <laughs> so I'm driving down the street, and he's there like really trying. And then all of a sudden, the move goes where he tries to push, but the skates fall behind oh, him. So no. he's like in the air, <laughs> at like a parallel. He's, he's parallel to the ground, <laughs> looking look, looking down at his horror. <laughs> As I drive by, I hawk the horn. Bam, bam, like, oh. as support or what? That doesn't help. Support. Like, dude, no, I know you it's fell. not support. I know you fell, but come on. Just keep going, baby. And that's the least confident guy on, in Miami great. right now. I, uh, I saw this morning on Rollerblade somebody with the confidence to wear just a white Speedo on Rollerblades. Hmm. And I, I was, was thinking. Was he an MLB player? I was thinking about chafing. I was thinking about... Uh, <laughs> you think a lot, man. About aesthetics. <laughs> I was thinking about who makes that choice. How? Why? What is the rest of this Sweat person? factor. You what know. is the rest yeah. of this person's life look like? Just like that, wearing a white Speedo rollerblading. That's I mean, exactly... It, it looked like... He, extrapolate it, that. It looked like Walter White at the beginning of Breaking Bad. They looked like... Tiny Whitey. Tiny Whitey's is what they <laughs> look like. Spoiler alert, Jesus. The beginning. Maybe they were. It's not a spoiler. It's the opening scene. It's the first 12 seconds. I haven't gotten to it. Same here. Spoiler alert on Breaking Bad. Yeah. And the, the beginning... There's yeah. a whole prequel series. There was a reunion at the SAG Awards yesterday. Oh, please. Oh, Did you sags. watch them? <laughs> Sag Awards, that guy in the Speedo. 
There wasn't a lot of sang there, to oh, be honest with you. Really? You noticed. Sound the trumpets. It's horse racing time. So saddle up for action with DK Horse, an official DraftKings affiliate. Right now, new customers who downloaded the DK Horse app can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250. Just deposit $25 or more and complete the playthrough requirement. Wager on your favorite horses and then watch the races live right in the app. Download the DK Horse app now. New customers get a 100% deposit bonus up to $250 when they opt in with code DLS. Only on the DK Horse app. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus, 21 plus in certain states. To open or access an account and a resident of a state where DK Horse is available. Eligibility restrictions apply. Void where prohibited. One per new customer. Match calculated on first deposit. Up to a maximum of $250. Deposit requires two-time playthrough of settled wagers within 168 hours. Bonus release in $25 increments. Deposit and eligibility restrictions apply. See terms at DKHorse.com. Don Lebertard. David Sampson, weirdo. Because he was not, he was not the fun substitute teacher who'd wheel out a TV and play a VHS tape of Armageddon in science class. He was the, the weird one who would eat an egg salad sandwich while clipping his toenails into the trash can and ranting about Ronald Reagan. Stugatz. And the guy kept talking about how his ass was smooth. Smoother than a newborn's cheek. He wouldn't stop bragging about his bare buttocks to me. This is the Don Lebatar Show with the Stugats. Juju, please put it on the poll at Lebatard Show. Have you ever honked your love and support for anyone from your car? I'm not sure that what Tony was doing there was loving and <laughs> Absolutely su- not and, support. And it was It was, I saw that. It was, it, it was, I saw that. And I want you, as you go down, to know that wherever it is your shame resides, your lack of dignity, you weren't able to do that in private. I caught that from over here. And I'm going to honk so gently that you're going to be able to tell I'm not honking at anybody else. This is not rage-based. I'm simply showing you I saw that, and I will take it with me and laugh about it days later. There was nobody in front of me. I was just honking to show support. No but it's like the, the light honk where you kind of hit the bam-bam. Please. Bam-bam. How, how is he dressed? He was dressed not like he should have been for rollerblading. So, like, was he going to work then? Because then like, no, it's just this, even worse. No, this was at, like... I want to say four o'clock in the afternoon. People on like work a at Friday. all times. I, maybe he was going somewhere. I don't know. But he was wearing shorts and like a t-shirt, but no no guards on his elbows or knees or whatever. So when he ate it, like he ate the entire pavement. Hmm. You have to if you're going to go rollerblading for the first time. You have to do the helmet and the knee pads and the elbow pads and the wrist pads and and don't you? Yes, but in a very private place, if possible. Yes. Why? Who right. cares? Uh, it's embarrassing. Trying to win homecoming queen? Who cares? What difference does it make? <laughs> uh, yes, Billy is right. Uh, just uh, own it and don't be uh, be confident. Be bold. These roller skaters and these uh, rollerbladers don't worry about this stuff. About uh, the, the ones who are all over Miami and they are everywhere. They are peacocking and they are resplendent with confidence. We've all noticed it. We all want and envy the kind of confidence these people have uh, just rolling around shirtless and knowing they're not going to fall. The more I think about it, the more I just think everyone in Miami has a, an absurd level of confidence. Yeah, It's um, just maybe other than Billy. It's part of the deal. <laughs> I knew you were about to doubt me. What? 
We will get to DJ Khaled's confidence in a moment because I saw what he did yesterday and uh, it was ridiculous and funny and amazing, really. But before we do that, uh, Jamian Andrade has been found and I'm very happy about wow. this. Sullivan is pretty good. Jamian, thank you for being on with us. Uh, uh, where are you right now? Uh, right now, I'm about a, a little less than an hour from TD Garden. That's where I'm from, actually. All right, so, so I'm from I'm from enemy territory. Hmm. Okay, so you're, you're you're so you're a little bit cold down here right now. All right, so you're a Miamian living in Boston. I am a Miami Heat fan, yeah, and I live close to close to TD Garden, yeah. Okay, so uh, what do you do in Boston? I do pipe fitting. Okay, and so what brought you to New Orleans? What was the occasion? Well, I was on vacation for um, birthday. My sister got me um, tickets to the game for my birthday, so we were out there, you know, just enjoying the culture and, and just wanted to catch a heat game out there while I was at it. And so what happened? Take us through what happened. Uh, honestly, I was just, you know, being a Heat fan. I had pretty good seats. We were, like, in the third row. And then um, I was just heckling the whole game, just being a Heat fan. And then they just – I guess they got sick of me after a little while – because basically when the scuffle happened with the players, that's when they was that's when um, they was just like, yeah, we're going to get everybody out of here. Scene. I don't know. I really did nothing because the funny thing is that people don't know when they first kicked me out, like what you see on video, they kicked me out, sent me to security. And then when they sent me to security, they said, oh, you guys got the wrong guy. You got to escort him back. And then they escorted me back. And as I'm coming back down the stairs, I, <laughs> they grabbed me again. <laughs> so they kicked me out twice in one shot. All right, so hold on a second. So what happened? How, so they kicked you out. They thought they had the wrong guy and then didn't have the wrong guy. Did they have the wrong guy? I, honestly, honestly, I have no idea. And the crazy thing is when they first kicked me out, they brought me downstairs through the elevator and everything. And then as soon as I got through the elevator, they're like, oh, that's not the guy. You guys got the wrong dude, so you got to escort him back. They escort me back. I'm going up the stairs. on the So right that row right there was row 113. When they escorted me back, they escorted me back to row 115. So then I go up the stairs to go around and come back down 113. And as I'm going up the stairs, the people from that row recognize me. I go up, go around, and as I'm going back down to heckle those same fans, I thought I was getting kicked out. Before they, before I could even go down the steps, they grabbed me again. And when they grabbed me again, they literally brought me down to security and they told me, oh, it's NBA code of conduct. You can't swear in the, in the arena. So they literally told me I got kicked out for swearing. They said, I'm not banned, but I can't come back today. But are you the right guy? I mean... Well, well, I no, I'm the guy that got kicked out for sure. Yeah, but I'm not, I I didn't do anything wrong. I really have no idea what happened. You didn't deserve. Was, you didn't deserve. You didn't deserve to get kicked out. You were heckling and you were cursing. Yes. I mean, I was just saying, you know, the Pelicans and oh, he, oh, basically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, when they when they brought me downstairs, they kept saying, "No, you're good. We just want to get a copy of your ID and we're gonna bring you right back." Like they literally told me I wasn't getting kicked out. They told me they was gonna get a copy of my ID, send me back. And then they didn't do that. Uh, tell us how it is you became a Heat fan. Um, I was I, I actually became a Heat fan because of D Wade when I was young, and then just stuck with that. Just been a Heat fan since. How does that go for you in Boston? Terrible, surrounded by nothing but Celtics fans. But it was great last year and the last five times we last four of the last five times we faced them in the playoffs. So Celtics don't have nothing for us. Did you at any Celtics point? nothing for us. Did you at any point become a Bulls fan and a Cavs fan, or no? Oh. Hmm. I wasn't a Bulls or Cavs fan, but I was rooting for D Wade when he was there, though. It was a little. Really. Oh. 
uh, lost him. Yeah. Got a call. It was cursing. Sounds like Pelican security okay, had ripped him away from yeah, our Zoom. He said we after Pelicans, him. and then uh, he had to go. We will see if we can get him, uh, get him back. Oh, yeah. He it's has a miscarriage when of justice. When you say you're just being a Heat fan. <laughs> <laughs> that covers what a lot of territory. That, that covers a lot of territory. <laughs> uh, put it on the poll, please, at Levitard Show. When you're saying you're, quote, just being a Heat fan, is that automatically grounds for ejection from any stadium in the world? He's did back. You, did you see the video where, uh, like, the Pelicans postgame show was just overwhelmed with fans chanting, let's go Heat in the background? Yes. And like, did we come into the wrong arena today? Yeah, uh, uh, Jamie and were you? I was one of those. I was one of those. How? Hell yeah. You got kicked out. How this guy's there? a hero, Dan. <laughs> oh, listen, listen, listen. What The funny thing is, they didn't let me back in the building. But I was right by the door behind the announcers. So I was screaming right in that building. I didn't care. I was waiting for all the Pelicans players to come out so they, they could hear me. I didn't leave that arena until, like, maybe a few hours after. Nah, maybe a couple hours after the game was over. I didn't leave. I wanted to be the last one out that building. I was I was the first one out the building, but I wanted to be the last one out the parking lot area. <laughs> let's uh, let's play for him this video and just give us our, uh, some play-by-play. You don't have to adhere to the video play-by-play, but just take us through what it is that's happening here as you're leaving the uh, the, the, the your seating area. So everybody kept saying, get the f*** out of here. Mind you, everybody's swearing at me. Get the f*** out of here, f*** the heat. But they could swear. And then all I'm saying is, I'll be back. I'll be back. This is my arena now. And I said 305 till I die. <laughs> I was letting them know it's my. I kept on saying, this is our arena now. Because the funny thing is, you know when Jimmy Butler was uh, when Jimmy Butler was getting kicked out and then he he points at the crowd and he, and he, and he balls his fist up? Yes. I was literally right behind the heat bench. So when he was looking up at the crowd and doing that and cheering, that's he was cheering towards towards me getting kicked out. Are you from Miami? I'm not from Miami. Three oh five till I, I die. I <laughs> but I do travel. I, I do I do travel there as often as I can. <laughs> My sister's a flight attendant, so I fly for free. I'm everywhere. Oh, I'm everywhere. Wow. The heat go. I'm I oh, go. Yeah. Everywhere the heat. And the funny thing is, I'm going to that Heat Pelicans game March twenty second. They're gonna hear me again. They're gonna see me again. I'm trying to find a way to get free tickets if I can because I deserve it. You know, I'm I got a, you, I'm the number one Heat fan there I is out here. Look, I come, to work, I come to work with my Heat hard hat on. I don't play no games. Got them tatted on me. I just can't show that right now. You know what? Because, you know, I'll, I got too much layers on, but. All right, I'll get you tickets. I'll get you tickets. Oh, that's so nice because I was going to do it, Dan, but you did it. Thanks. I mean, you were going to do hey, it. Dan, yeah. how's, hey, Dan, <laughs> hey, Dan, hey, Dan, I'm a big fan of yours, by the way, man. How's Poppy doing? Uh, he's great. Thank you for asking. Uh, he is uh, he is 80 years yeah, old, shuffling around the house and doesn't want to be around us anymore. He, uh, he's, yeah. <laughs> he's done with the whole thing. Big I f- mean, this guy can schmooze. <laughs> yeah, big <laughs> fan after you got him tickets, Dan. You know, uh, yes, uh, I did notice no, that. No, I was, I was going to lead off with that, but you guys asked me questions a little too quick. Thank Thank you, Jamie, and we appreciate it. Uh, anything else that appreciate we need? Anything so else that we need to know? What are your heat bona fides? Uh, you got heat tattoos. What well, else? From do we, Boston. Uh, what What changed? Uh, like, how did the 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 few minutes or the few hours after the game go when you know the video started spreading? Um, well, there was just people hitting me up from all platforms: Twitter, Facebook, Matt, um, Instagram. It was it was. Kind of crazy. I didn't really get to get back there, but so I kind of, I kind of, for a few seconds, got to feel how it is to be a low-key celebrity. I'm just saying. Uh, thank. It was too many messages to get back to. It was a little bit ridiculous. 
well, still is. It still is, but not as bad as it was the first couple of days. Uh, thank you for making us uh, making time for us in your schedule today. Oh, thank uh, you guys. Uh, thank you guys. We appreciate it. Just sir. look. Just look out for me. Just look out for me in the next Miami Pelicans game, and when we face them in Miami, I'll be there. All yeah. right, we will get you tickets. I promised you tickets. I'll get you tickets. Are you going with them, or I am not going with right. him. Go ahead and promise him. Come on, you got to go with me. Bring. Stugatz is going with you. You know what? Stugatz is going with you. I'll buy you and Stugatz tickets. Nice of you. I like that. I like that. Hmm. Send Poppy to the game, too. I'm scalping mine. (laughs) Uh, See you later, Jamie, and thank you. I appreciate you guys. Stugatz, can you uh, tell me and tell the audience, please, uh, what it is here that Mike McDaniel is wearing in this uh, this video that we're going to play of the Dolphin coach who doesn't give off a lot of Don Shula. He doesn't look like yesterday's Dolphins (laughs) coaches. That same championship mindset. Okay, I can promise you the team in that stadium that's playing there next year and for every every other year following that will be chasing that championship mindset each and every year and bringing that to a fan base that truly deserves it. Drop the mic. Mic drop. So he did a mic drop without doing a mic drop. What is he wearing though? It's a, uh, it's like orange and white towels. Uh, it's matching shorts and shirt. Dina. He's yeah. got, he's got, he's got fashion sense. He does. He's a very confident dresser. No dolphin coach has ever dressed like that. I'm guessing Vic <laughs> Fangio doesn't dress like Dave that. Dave wants that. I need, I need Tony to translate what that. Means. Una cortina. He's wearing una cortina that, that my abuela has. A I curtain? have that exact curtain. same curtain. Yes, a curtain. <laughs> it's an old, it's an old woman's curtain. <laughs> It's uh, but how would you? Is it flowers? Is it orange flowers that's on matching shorts and shirt, white and orange? A very Miami look. Like I think Coogs owns that matching set. (laughs) I don't think there are a lot of people who can pull that off confidently. He needs to win two more games this season if he wants to keep pulling that off. Wow. Hey, he's got the confidence to live in Miami, right? Like we were just saying, Miami people, the most confident people. On you're right. He lives in Broward. He lives in Broward. Never mind. Never mind. He's talking about championship mindset and for a while the joke at his expense is going to be go ahead and win a playoff game go ahead and win one of those and then we will allow you to wear flowered cortinas hey listeners it's mike ryan and i've changed a lot over the course of 20 years that you've known me i've gone from unlikable to well my hair has changed but my point is while a lot's changed over our relationship there's one thing that hasn't changed one bit and that's a great taste of miller light Another thing that hasn't changed is that it's less filling. So what's the best thing about the original light beer? Miller Lite has sparked this debate way back in 1975, and we still haven't settled it. They keep it simple. It's got undebatable quality, great taste, 96 calories. You know all those things. It's a beer that strips everything away that you don't need and holds on to what matters most. But with Miller Lite, you don't have to choose what's best. Miller Lite has great taste and is less filling. It's both those things. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door... Visit MillerLite.com slash Dan, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer cows and carbs than premium regular beer. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off 
my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill.